get it, losers. It's time to bitch. It's Jessica. Hey, guys. It's Nicole. We We are Two Chicks Who Bitch. All right. So welcome back. Look at this. Two weeks in a row. You think they're excited or do you think they're confused? (laughs) They're like, wait, they're consistent for once? (laughs) I thought they disappeared off the planet. Yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts. (laughs) We don't know if it's temporary or not. Only the future will tell. So your guess is as good as ours. Right. So we will get you guys out new content as much as we can. And may the odds be ever in our favor that we can continue consistently for a while um, before we're forced to do another hiatus. Oh, crap. My computer just unplugged. Okay, there we go. And I feel like so I have I think between the two of us, we have a lot of different topics that we've been wanting to talk about and have it. And I kind of wanted to give like almost like a, a sneak peek of what may come because we have to actually record these things so we'll see if they happen um but just quickly so i obviously video games because we've been there's one game in particular that we have been playing for for a bit now that we kind of got roped we'll have to tell that story we got roped into it by other people who don't play it anymore so now we're just stuck playing it and it's like yeah we really didn't think we're gonna like it and we're kind of addicted to it so we're gonna talk about that yep (laughs) maybe some other games as well um i I actually wanted to discuss, um, I, I thought it would be really cool if we could have an episode where we talked tattoos. Mm. Um, so yeah. we each have some, and I know you have ideas for some additional ones, or at least one new one. Yes. I have some ideas for ones I want to get, but I haven't pulled the trigger on them yet because I'm not, I need. I think I need someone to draw them for me. So that's a potential topic. Um, I know we need to talk fandom news, like things that have happened since the last time (laughs) yes i've been shopping y'all yes so we need to discuss that um the other thing too that i I realize because i know i say it a lot and we have a funny story about it so for those of you that have been listening to us from the beginning (laughs) and i don't know if you want to tell the story now or not you (laughs) tell the story because you tell it way better than (laughs) i do do. i don't know you I don't do. know that I, do. I get right. lost and wander around the corner. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I do too. That's just <laughs> DDD. So, oh <laughs> <sighs> all right. So, the reason Nicole and I do this lovely podcast is because we tend to get on the phone with each other, and then three hours go by, and we're like, "What just what just happened? Like, what what just happened?" So we talk a lot. Facts. <laughs> and as Nicole's talking or we're talking and and things come up and I'm trying to give like context around when it could possibly happen but you you know she'll say something on the lines of like oh yeah you know I did this because you know that makes sense and I'm like yeah naturally like why wouldn't you do that (laughs) it makes perfect sense so I didn't realize that I tend to say naturally a lot so as you're going through if you're listening to prior episodes or if you're listening to future episodes you're probably going to be acutely aware of the fact that Jessica says naturally a lot So Nicole would respond to my naturally with like third base. What? Who? Why? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why do you keep saying random things to me when I say naturally? I don't get it. Like this reference is like over my head. I don't get it. And she keep doing it to me. And then, and I'm, of course, I'm going to forget their name. Abbott and Costello. Yes. Yeah. I remembered. So she'd be like, what do you mean? It's the Abbott and Costello skit. And I'm like, who? What? 
And she's like, first base. And I'm like, no, stop it. What are you doing? <laughs> so, so one day she's like, that's it. I'm done with you. How do you not know this? So she makes me pull up the video. <laughs> which skit is it? It's Abbott and Costello, but which skit Who's is it? Who's on like, first? Who's on first? Okay. So <laughs> she, she pulls up. Were we together when you showed me this video or did you just make me go watch it? Like, it wasn't when you were here. I think we were no, on the phone. No, we were FaceTiming because yeah. the video was there too. That's right. Yeah. So I went and pulled up the video and I watched the whole skit. So if you have no idea what we're talking about, if you are like me and have no idea what we're talking about, it's Abbott and Costello, who's on first skit. It is old school, black and white. Oh, it know. is funny. Yes. Funny, funny, funny. I mean, I've heard of them before, but I couldn't tell you anything that they've done. <laughs> and she made me watch, not that she made me, but she recommended that I watch the skit. So I did. <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching this whole skit. And every single time he's like, who's on first? Who? I don't know. What? Third base. No, what's on second? <laughs> or I don't know. Like, Third base. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Naturally. He's like, so wait, who's on first? Naturally. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's what I do. Right. No, it's when he's talking about the checks. He goes, so you got to pay your ball players, and you write the check out for who and who signs it. Naturally. Naturally? Naturally. So naturally is on first. No, who's on first? That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> and I feel like, because you tried to explain it to me before I watched it. And, it and I was no like, I don't, I don't get it. And then when you finally realize that one's talking about player names, Right. And the other one's asking questions. Then <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, this is this is funny. Like, it's it's so simple and basic mm-hmm. comedy. But it's great. Like, it's because so, that was probably what, 40s or, or earlier yeah. than that? I would say 40s. It's black and white. Like, if you yeah. watch the original skit, it's black and white and they're on a stage. Like, we're like, not talking. <sighs> we're talking pre Wizard of Oz here. <laughs> yeah. And sh- and it's just funny because I'm acutely aware of every time I say it to the point where when I have the inclination <laughs> to say it, I actually pause and I say it a- with like a little bit of emphasis because I know she's going to get. So I'm just like, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have no idea what we're talking about, go watch that skit. It's it's funny. It's I, a couple it, minutes long. It's not it super long, but it's, you know, it's good, wholesome humor. Yeah. And if you know what we're talking about, then you can just join in on the joke every time you hear me say naturally. (laughs) I think I said it last episode, actually, now that I think about it. You did. You did. Probably a couple times. I was trying to behave and not. Because you had said you wanted to talk about the story. So I was like, all right, I'll let it go. Yeah. And people are probably like, this isn't funny. But to us, it's funny. It's hysterical. It's the way it's like you had to be there thing just because. When I tell you she would do this to me for weeks, and I'd be like, Nicole, I don't get it. <laughs> like, why do you keep responding every time I say naturally with who's on first or <laughs> whoever's on base? Like, every she would, and it would be a different one every time. <laughs> and she, it's just like, Jessica, just go, please do me a favor and go watch the skit. And I'm like, all right, fine. So, yeah. So, but like, and it wasn't just kept in the premise of us being friends talking on the phone she would do it at work in meetings mm-hmm. and I would do it and the rest of our team would just be like here they go again and I'm laughing hysterically anybody who knew the skit like was able to pick up on it after the fifth or sixth oh, time I did it but yeah yeah and like 
it was it was pretty funny. I and it's you're not the first person I've introduced that skit to. So I want to say probably like I don't know eight nine years ago. Um, I I was still living in Jersey at the time, and my stepsister, myself, and um, my college roommate at the time, we decided that we were going to drive down to Myrtle Beach to surprise my parents, uh, my mom and my stepdad, which is her dad. So we piled in the car, make the 12-hour drive. We were down in Myrtle Beach for, I think, two weeks, and then we're going home, and somehow it came up. Oh, somebody said, I don't know, and I responded with third base, and they went, what? And mind you, they're much younger than I am. Right. Like, at least, oh, goodness. My stepsister's got to be, what, 15 years younger than I am? 16 years younger than I am? Something like that. So there, there is a large age gap there. So I'm like, that's it. We were only in, like, North Carolina. I was like, I'm putting the Abbott and Costello thing on. You guys are going to be forced to listen to it in the car because you can't get out of the car. So you have to listen to it. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, and and they were cracking up. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, wow. Like, I get it now. And it's funny. Right. So it, it's, it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, it's funny for every age. And the older you get, the funnier it gets because you can apply it to different things. But, yeah. So I've, I've corrupted a lot of people with that skit. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even call it corruption. It's almost like it's like a, a lesson in – I don't know, comedic education. I don't know. It was funny. Like I, I thoroughly enjoy that I know it and I have a reference to it. But it actually, it actually makes me think of, and I, I want to say this is probably a trend on TikTok. If I had to, if I think I'm pretty sure, I don't know exactly how they word it, but something along the lines of like, you know, what's a, a reference that you make regularly that when you say it, no one else gets it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and when you find someone who does get it, you're like, yay, you're my people. <laughs> so one that I find that I do a lot recently and I don't know if it's more because like our group that we hang out with down here like if I say it most of them get it and like if something goes wrong I just go error 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 <laughs> error and I say it over and over again and then they're like and they're like oh, Miss Guzzi Miss Guzzi and I'm like yes someone else knows Euro trip <laughs> like I get so excited and someone else like I just go error 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 I love that movie like, yes someone else gets it <laughs> favorite uh, we do that a lot we'll just be like my stepfather does that shit like he'll walk by he'll be like scoozy scoozy i'm like you dirty old man you if you've never watched euro trip oh it's so good oh my god and i love it because it's one of those it's not like matt damon's known for just popping up randomly in movies yeah like he's in thor he's in thor what dark world or Ragnarok. He's the one where he's doing where Loki took over as Odin, and Matt Damon oh, it, is playing yeah, it's Ragnarok. It's the yes, right, all right, yeah, yeah. So like he's in that, and then Matt Damon is in Eurotrip randomly. Yeah, and he sings. As a, as a punk singer. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty <laughs> doesn't know that Fiona and do it in my van every Sunday. Oh my God, she so tells good. him she's in church Ooh. and she's on her knees. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that one. That's not him singing, though, I don't think. I think I read somewhere that that's not actually him singing. Oh, I thought it was. I don't. I, th- I thought it was his band, actually. Oh, I don't know. He has a band? I mean, he did. He wasn't. I mean, I just I just learned there. that Jeremy Renner had a band when I texted um, you the other day. Saying I did RDJ not know he has an album released as well, which I, I knew that because I think that came on your 
shuffle one day when we were in the car together. Yes. When I was visiting. Like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah. And I was like, huh? The other one that um, my husband likes to listen to is um, Chris Jericho, the wrestler. Yes. He's in a band called Fozzie. And that he has a, a, some of the songs that my husband's played for me. I'm like, those are really good. Yeah. But so what? So other random things that we say for movies. Let's get back to that. So the other thing that you get me saying is the <laughs> ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. Like, like you say things and they get stuck in my head. Like, well, so, so yeah, the naturally thing, I did it, but now it's like, I associate it with you. Obviously. Yeah. That we say that one. Um, wood. (laughs) I have found you. That one we say a lot. Uh, no, the other one, um, um, I won't do it, Johnny. (laughs) Oh, Johnny dangerously. No, moonstruck, moonstruck, moonstruck. Get the knife, Christine. Yeah. I won't. I won't do it. She won't do it, Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I made a reference yesterday to a movie, and everyone at the table kind of looked at me. So we were talking about old, like, I think hip-hop artists, maybe. I think you to say Hitler artists. No, no, hip-hop. And my brother was like, oh, if you've ever seen him, like... Yeah, you know, he's like he's like this big guy, but he got a tiny little head or something. I don't even know who we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, kind of like those guys from the from the Super Mario Brothers movie. You and I have talked about that. The Hoopas in the fucking elevator. <laughs> and they kind of looked at me. They were like, "What?" That was me and you that had that conversation. But it, but it came up yesterday, and I said like, yeah, like the guys from the Super Mario. And they looked at me. I was like, you know, the one with John Leguizamo plays Luigi. And they're like, yeah, no, we know what you're talking about, but what? And we're like. You know, like the little henchmen. I couldn't think of the name, the Goombas. I was like, you know, the little henchmen guys. They got the trench coats and they they walk around. I was like doing the 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 walk. I was like, they got tiny little heads and they're just like, no. And I'm like, forget all of you. Dude, <laughs> like, that scene in the elevator. Elevator, had yeah. Up at work before, and I forget how. Oh, somebody started humming the song because that's the song that it's like do 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 do, and he slowly starts rocking them Rocker. back and forth yeah. in the elevator. And they all, and then, <laughs> and and then the elevator door opens, and yeah. they're like, "He's like, what are you doing?" And they're like, "Huh? Huh? Yeah, well, why are we backwards?" Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, so all right. So I know we're gonna go track a little bit, but it just made it's like <laughs> memory unlocked. Um, <laughs> so other like old like random movies from my childhood that I'm like, did they exist or not? So like that one's one because I love that movie and most people I, do I don't even I feel like don't even know it exists. The other one was like the old school Dungeons and Dragons with Jeremy Irons and yep. um who's the girl Thor Thora Birch is that who she is? Oh I don't know. She played the the princess. Hold please. We're gonna have to ask the Google machine. Yeah. But I love that dungeon. Like I fell in love with Jeremy Irons in that movie. I'm like why why I think it's it's the voice it's the voice. I was like, yes, yes. Um, but I'm trying to think, like, what yeah. other random movie things do we say? Oh, my God. There's so many. I just thought it was interesting. So many. <clears throat> ah, so there's one that I say to short stack all the time. <laughs> and the funniest part is that we were at his best friend's house the other day. Check. We... <laughs> We're at his best friend's house the other day, and his best friend has been watching Major Pain, like, on repeat. <laughs> and he put it on, and I started dying laughing. I was like, I'm going to see if he gets it. I'm going to see if he picks it up, because I say it to him all the time. And he'll say something to me, and I'll look at him and be like, what does that have to do with the price of rice in China? And he's just like, what? And I said it to him for years now. 
like at least the last four years of his life when he can actually comprehend what I'm saying. So I look at him and it's like, dude, what does that have to do with the price of rice in China right now? And I'm like, one day you will watch that movie and you'll get it. So the fact that he was watching it the other day and the next day he came up to me and he said a line from it. I'll have to ask him which line. I don't remember. He said it, but he said a line to me. So the, the, when he says something about the guacamole, there's a line that he says about, I know you know what I'm talking about. There's a guacamole line that he says. And he, he was he looked at me. He was like, rah, 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 guacamole. And I was just like, what's that got to do with the price of rice in China? Like he said it. <laughs> and he was like, he looked at me. I was like, you know, both those lines are from the same movie, right? And he was like, oh my gosh, you're right. And I can picture that face too. That right? just like light bulb face. Oh, I miss that kid. Um, oh, yes, Thora Birch is who it was. It was Thora. I Birch. didn't realize Marlon Wayans was in it. Yeah, he. I think yeah. I yeah. totally that flew right over my head. <laughs> Lee Ehrenberg. He keeps popping up places. All right. Um. All right. Movie lines. I mean. <laughs> Most of Harry Potter pops up at some point or another. Speaking of, they're re-releasing Harry Potter into the theaters for the 20th anniversary. At least the Sorcerer's Stone. I got a notification about it yesterday. So maybe when we're in Florida, because I seem to remember it being like end of summer, fall when it came out the first time. So that means the cinema... Yes, we'll be playing it. Can we go? We're going. We're going. Ah! That's the only Harry Potter movie that I truly, truly enjoy and will just watch for no reason. Like, I'll watch the rest of them if somebody else wants to watch them or whatever. But the only one that I will willingly put on at any time is Sorcerer's Stone. I saw that 10 times in the movie theater. I People were like, I saw it. What? my favorite one of the I movies know. it's not my favorite it's because they started to diverge so much after that that i just it is the only one that's the most spot on to, but it's also the shortest book right so Which they can be spot on right. right i actually really i thought they did a really good job with hollows one and two what i, I know i know most people don't like it but i just i don't know i think it's because it's the ending for me so like I will watch those two movies, but like I hated it when they released them, uh-huh. because you get to the end of the first one, you're like, uh, the middle of the book. <laughs> There's so much more <laughs> that needs to happen, right? And then the first, then the second one picks up like weird because you're in the middle of the book, right? So that's weird. But when you watch them, when I watch them together as one movie, I'm okay with them. I think the biggest problem. And I don't mean think. I know the biggest problem that I had with Deathly Hollows is they change shit for no reason. Like they change the order of stuff in the book that didn't add anything to the movie. It didn't. They didn't have to change it for the movie. It was literally like, well, we need to fuck around with more shit, so we're gonna put this here instead of here, and that there instead of there, and it was. <laughs> It blew the whole continuity yeah. for me when I was watching the movie. I think I've just gotten to, so having read Twilight five times before it actually came into a movie and mm-hmm. getting the piece of crap that the Twilight movie was. Mm-hmm. I think I that just kind of trained me <laughs> to, <laughs> to not expect much. Yeah, I just like, you know what? I'm going to appreciate the book for what it is. I'm going to appreciate the movie for what it is because the alternative is not getting 
an adaptation of a book that I love. So I'd rather get any adaptation than none. So I'm not going to be picky about what I get. I just appreciate that someone invested money to make it (laughs) because one of the first, so when I, I didn't really become like a, a reader reader until high school, like high school is when I really started like, Oh my God, I love to read. And I think I've talked about this on one of our other episodes, the, the book that, uh, the series that really got me into reading what I'm looking at it. It's on my bookshelf. My original copies that I purchased uh, was James Patterson's Maximum Ride series. Like that's the series that got me into, oh my God, I can actually love to read if I find the right books. And ye- like a decade later, they turned the first book into a movie. And it was like this big thing like, oh, James Patterson's book's going to come a movie. It's going to be great, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, I didn't hear anything about it anymore because the movie ended up getting made. And went straight at the time to DVD Mm -hmm. because that's how poorly of a job they did with it. I have watched the movie. It is poorly done, (laughs) but I appreciate that I got a real life adaptation of the book that got me into reading. So I will take it for what it is. If it's not good. But I will do this. They could have done such a better, like to your point, there's so many things that they took out that they moved. There's time that they spent on certain scenes that I'm like, you could have used that 10 minutes to go put that other important thing back in. Mm -hmm. It would have been so much better. Like, why did you make that decision of this panning the, you know, the the landscape for five minutes for no reason? Like, okay. Um, (laughs) But I appreciate that it exists because I got to experience it even though it sucked. See, I think it's because I visualize what I read. I do too. So, yeah, it was, and I mean, like, it was great to see the characters come to life, but I already had my visual of what they look like. And I mean, there were some things that set me off right from the beginning. Like Harry Potter's eyes weren't fucking green in the movies. Get over it. But she taught that's the main point was that he had Lily's eyes and they weren't fucking green. And I was like, they were the shape. OK, I was like, well, oh, OK, so now um, this is going to start. Got it. But it's like you were done from the beginning. Well, no, because I did love the first one. Like I said, I went and saw it in the theater so many times and like it definitely brought Quidditch alive in a way that. I couldn't imagine when I read the books and same with Hogwarts. It brought Hogwarts alive for me in a way that. Such a good job. Yeah. Like while I had visualized it, the experience of actually seeing it brought to life in the movie was more than I could have ever imagined it to be. Mm -hmm. So like watching the movies for their scenery was great. And there are certain scenes like the whole umbrage thing in the movie, I fucking love that. Like when the Weasley twins set off the fireworks, fucking yeah. blow out the door. Great. One of the most amazing scenes. But it's just, I can appreciate them for the pieces. I just don't appreciate the whole. And there's a lot of things too, like um, I've made, I've make it a point now that if there is something that I've read or I plan to read mm-hmm. that is being adapted to tv or movie i will make it a point not to reread because i used to like reread in preparation to go watch but now the book's fresh in my head which Mm -hmm. is great but now all i'm doing is comparing so i have actually like 
after, um, I think it was really after probably Twilight, like after that whole debacle, I just said, you know what? Anything that I've read that's going to eventually get turned into a movie, I was like, I am not rereading. Or if it's something I've wanted to read, wanted to read, but I hadn't yet, then I'll read it. But then I'll wait to watch the movie mm-hmm. because I know I'm just going to be let down. Like, I'd rather it be a memory as opposed right. to fresh. So that way I'm not nitpicking because I I reread Harry Potter every time a new movie came out. <laughs> and my husband never read the books. So right. he's constantly like, is that different? Is that different? Is that the same? Is that different? So I'm sitting there explaining like, right. well, yeah, but they, they made that be Dobby. But if you read the book, it's actually Neville that does that. And then and I don't know why they changed it, because Neville's a really good character. And then Dobby should have been there at that point. But they didn't introduce him until then. So it's like it's like he's in the, he's in this movie because he played a huge role. But he's also in this movie. Well, in this book, too. But for some reason, he's not in the movie at all, even though he has actually a decent part in that. But like I'm sitting there like explaining it all. Whereas now watching the movies because I've watched them with short stacks. So it's like I go back and watch them and I know there's those little things that changed, but they're not as fresh. So I can't sit there and say specifically in detail, like, Oh, in the book, in this chapter, they did bop, bop, bop. Like I did way back when, when I watched, when I reread and watched and reread and watched. Yeah. And that's honestly like the wheel of time, which if you guys have read that, (laughs) you feel my pain on that one. If you haven't read it, Make sure you have some time before you start. Um, it is what did Get we? Long. What did we? We got the word count. It's it's. I want to say. Hold on. Now I have to look it up because Harry Potter was like a million words. I think it was. Um, the Wheel of Time. I want to say was like four million. It was 4. some four million. There you go. Across fifteen books. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you have some time. Um, if you but, plan on watching, because you know they're. They're well, that's making what I'm, it, right? I have not reread the series yet. Don't because they're making it, and I, off. the Wheel of Time is is means as much to me as Harry Potter does, and I mean it's like it's into the world building and the character building is like it blows your mind that all of this came from one person's brain. Like holy shit. I thought I was creative till I started reading those books and I was like, nope, nope, um, no, <laughs> not even close. Um, so truly is a great, great series. But like Jess just said, Amazon is doing a TV show of it that I think um, each season is going to be a book, which I don't know how they're going to do that for the books because they're going to be an hour plus long episodes. They have to be. Yeah, because the books are not short. I mean, 4.4 million words over 15 books. Yeah. We're not talking about your Harlequin romance novels here, people. We're talking <laughs> massive epics, each book. And, you know, there are certain areas in the book from what I remember. And again, I have not gone back and done a reread because I do want to enjoy this show. Um, there are parts of the book that are world building that will probably get left out of the show um well, yeah because you're gonna get it visually and i think right. that's the that's the great thing about fantasy is that usually they they need to spend a lot of time world building yeah for the sake of the book so you can build the visual in your head whereas it's being adapted to to tv so you're gonna see you it. can see it in two minutes what he has to explain in a whole chapter right so, and the other really good piece of this so Again, I don't know if you guys have read this or you know the story behind it. The 
gentleman who started it, his name was Robert Jordan. And he was, he found out he was terminally ill about halfway through the series. Knew he wasn't going to make it through. To, he refused to rush the series to finish it before he died. He knew he wasn't going to make it. Him and his wife started compiling the notes where he wanted the plot line to go, where he wanted the characters to go. And he spent, I think, like six years interviewing different fantasy authors to see who was going to be able to continue this story for him because he did not want to leave it unfinished. And he ended up choosing Brandon Sanderson, who is also an amazing writer. If you haven't read any of his stuff, he's got some great and a very prolific writer, too. He's got a lot of books out there. Um, so he spent, I think it was five years with Jordan and his wife before he died. Uh, they co-wrote is it the second to last book or the third to last book they co-wrote? And then Sanderson wrote the last two books on his own using all of Jordan's notes and, and plot lines and storylines. And it's very rare for you not to be able to tell when writers switch, but Sanderson did it seamlessly. You cannot tell that it is no longer Robert Jordan writing the story. He did that good of a job. And I mean, it was it was amazing. I made the mistake because I'm a I'm a overachieving, uh, overachieving, <laughs> overachieving too. Yeah, but overachieving <laughs> asshole. And I was going to read Wheel of Time <laughs> and Game of Thrones at the same time. And I did. I started them together. And then I was like, I, I can't because I had Arya Stark in the fucking blight and i was like that's not right because the blight's not in game of thrones that's in a wheel like, of time wait, <laughs> uh yeah so i had to and i actually stopped reading game of thrones um to finish or to when i started wheel of time because game of thrones had it wasn't brand new at that point it had been out maybe a year or two i think the first three books were out already when i started um, Game of Thrones. And I want to say the first like seven books or eight books for Wheel of Time were out when I started. So I had plenty of reading material to catch me up to where everybody else was. Wow. Um, to add to yeah. it, actors from Game of Thrones are going to be in Wheel of Time. Yeah. it's there. Honestly, there's some no. pieces of it that are very similar. And I would not be surprised if George R.R. R. Martin and whether or not he'd ever admit it, I don't know, but it would not surprise me if he took his inspiration from the Wheel of Time. Well, I mean, they always say that, like, there's nothing that hasn't been written yet. Right. So everything that does get written from here on out is just your adaptation of something that's already because there's the people that argue that Harry Potter and Star Wars are the exact same story, just one's in space and one's not. I mean, they're very similar. <laughs> so it's like... You know? It's very similar. I mean, I can see that no problem. Mm -hmm. um, so this is, it's one of those, um, I believe I actually had some of these books at one point because my cousin gave me a bin of all of her books for when she was like a teenager. And uh -huh. um, I know some of these were in here at the, um, oh, what's his name? I forget his name. Terry. The tree. Oh my God. Please don't come at me fantasy people i'm gonna look it up wait i got distracted while you were talking who are you sorry they they i'm perusing the character list of the tv show who are we, are we talking I, about i have to i don't his first name is terry i don't know the last name 
for what? <sighs> this Terry Brooks. I had okay. one of his whole series and I started reading it and I never finished it. <laughs> and then um, my cousin had gifted me a whole bin of books from when she was a teenager. <laughs> and um, a lot of the books that were in there were, were high fantasy because that's what she read. And um, she had a lot of Terry Brooks, Terry Brooks books in there. Uh -huh. And some of them were from Shannara. And then I think Shannara has like a whole prequel series that goes with it. I think I remember. So I started reading some of them, but I never got through them all. And then she didn't have complete series because she only had some. And then she had a bunch of different authors, but they were all um, fantasy genre. So um, I, I think she had a Wheel of Time book in there, but it wasn't the first one. So like I tried to read it and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then I never like went back because I was like, that's overwhelming. There's too many books. And now that the series is coming out, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Like when Game of Thrones came out, I was like, oh, I'd love to read those books. But I was like, but the show's coming out like tomorrow. So I'm not going to go read it. So I watched it instead. And then after watching it, I tried to go back and read them. And I was like, I can't read them because I already know what happens. Like I have to uh, wait. Like, uh, like I can't. Really yeah, well, I know that. So, but it was, it was the same thing with True Blood. Like I watched, like I was addicted to True Blood. And I was like, I need to read these books. I picked up the first book and the first three chapters were verbatim the first episode. And I was like, <laughs> as much as I love that the TV matches, like the show matches the book, mm -hmm. I now don't want to read this book because I already know how, like I know I can just watch the movie. I don't need to read this book. Right. You know, because there's, I'm, I know there's things as they progress that are different, but I think now if I went back and read them, I'd appreciate them more because it's been so long since I've read, um, since I've watched the show. Uh -huh. Now would be a good time to go read them. So it's cause the same thing as like, I don't want to read it and then go watch it right away because I'm constantly comparing. So I want there to be a gap of time. So the same thing. So now it's like, okay, Willow Time's coming out, but it's going to be one season at a time. Sorry. I would love to read the books, but I have so many books that I still need to read that I can't invest that time. So I'm just going to watch the show like I did Game of Thrones and never read the books. So no, you can tell you me what's different. Read the books. No. I know. I haven't reread them. So I, I don't know oh, that no. I could because honestly, I haven't. I finished reading The Wheel of Time probably back in. 2000. Uh, hold on. So, yeah, I I haven't read them in almost 10 years I finished reading them in 2013 and I only read the 14 I never read the prequel that they released as part of the series because I I would like to read it at some point um but I was so the prequel's so far removed from what happens at the end and by the time I got to the end of the 14th book, now, mind you, the series of time, the Wheel of Time series spanned decades. Mm -hmm. I didn't start reading them till probably 2010. I read all 14 books in three years. Wow. So. Wow. 4.4 million words. I mean. <laughs> Look at the size of the fan fictions that I read. Yeah, I mean, that true. should not, if anything, that should I be know, I know. Um, but, you know, I read, and I think I was just so saturated by the world by the time I got to the end of it. 
that I just wasn't, I wasn't ready to go back in time for a prequel. I was, <sighs> the ending bothered me a little bit. And I understand why the ending was the way that it was. And I agree that it had to be that way. But it was, it was kind of a letdown. But not a letdown in the writing or the story. A letdown because it's a mirror of humanity. And I could totally see that happening in today's <laughs> day and age. Don't ruin it for me. No, I'm not going to. I'm absolutely not going to. Because the ending just is... <laughs> This is why I don't read Nicholas Sparks. Oh, I hate Nicholas Sparks. As much as I love romance. I, he's not a romance. He's a love story, but I don't, I can't. I'm like, I don't, I don't. I don't know. like The Notebook. I know I must be the only female in this world that does not like that movie. I can't stand that movie. I like the movie, but it's not one that I'm like, I'm not going to watch it over and over again because I don't want to be traumatized like that over and over again. That's like a walk to remember. When A Walk to Remember oh came out, everyone was like, this is the God. best movie ever. I watched it once and I was like, that was so effing depressing and <laughs> I feel so miserable right now. I'm never watching it again and I have yet to watch that movie ever again. Yeah. I was like, I have no desire, I have no desire to watch that movie ever again. So I realized that we went from naturally <laughs> to things we say, somehow talking about books. And I actually had another topic about books that I want to talk about. We can save that for another episode. I think it's going to be like a, my little rant like I did with Ice Planet, but a completely different series. So we might have another one of those coming. Um, I mean, rant. So, fun. yeah. So last week was food. Uh, this week was rant. Kind of random. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> Third base. <laughs> I love that we're living up to our expectations. Um, I mean, the, I, the, you know, I appreciate that we have set. actually do that in real right. life. We don't always get there. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> what? Go figure it out. I couldn't Ooh. hear you. What? I, what? what? I don't know. First base? <laughs> fuck, 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 a duck, screw, kangaroo. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. That's officially in an episode. I might cut it. <laughs> Whatever. It's in another episode because you brought it up in another oh, episode. It probably is. You're like, what's I, I can neither confirm nor deny. deny. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. On that note, thanks, folks. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> yes. Have a great one, guys. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.